Hi, this is Marsha, and thank you as always for listening to this podcast and you know coming into this episode to listen to it. Today, I'm going to be talking about. <coughs> there's something wrong with my voice.、Um, today, I'm going to be talking about morning drinks. Something I'm really, really in favor of, but I would like to explore a couple of options and maybe you know share them with you. This will be,、uh, I hope, short and sweet, because it is something that can be easily explained with some simple facts. You know,、uh, something you can Google up and stuff like that. So, nevertheless, it is a question that came up because I've always. You know, stated that I've told all my colleagues and my friends and all that that there isn't a point to talk to me before I have my first cup of coffee in the morning. Yes, it's true.、Uh, is you're not getting true to me. <laughs>、uh, I need that coffee first. But some friends, on the other hand, swear by tea, fruit juices, or uh, uh, just a warm. A cup of warm water with lemon, and that's fine too. You know, I know all the benefits、um, of all those healthy drinks mentioned by experts, consultants, and friends. But I've not managed to snap out of my habit of having a cup of coffee early in the morning. So here I am, exploring the world of healthy morning drinks. No, absolutely not alcohol. It's not. I swear. Let's start with the case for coffee. I am actually a little bit surprised by the fact that coffee is the second most popular drink in the world, only to plain old water. Well, we know it's because of the caffeine content in coffee. It gives you that burst of energy you need in the morning and improves your mood, even if it's for a short period of time. I know it does for me. But on a side note, according to Healthline, consumption of coffee boosts weight loss and protects you from heart conditions, diabetes, and maybe even Alzheimer's.、Um, do check it out for yourself. I am not a medical expert, but、um, all of this sounds great. I drink coffee first thing in the morning, sometimes without anything else, which means. On an empty stomach, it's been reported that it is not necessarily a good thing. Now, for someone like me who has a little bit, let's just say, gut issues, drinking coffee first thing in the morning with an empty stomach can be one of the worst things you can do. Apparently. The caffeine content in coffee activates the creation of stomach acid, and it irritates the stomach lining, or kind of like I think it, it erodes the the lining. So if you have like you know IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, or are prone, you are prone to heartburn. You know you have you know a record of stomach ulcers or suffer from acid. 
reflux or indigestion, we might have to sit down and think about a way around this. Uh, for me, I don't think I can live without having that first cup of morning coffee to begin my day. And that's um, why I, you know, started exploring, you know, different ways to go about it. And it's pretty interesting to me because I have a relative who can never enjoy a cup of coffee ever because she cannot fall asleep at night no matter what time she consumes coffee. It, it could be like a psychological thing, but I'm not ruling out medical ones as well because coffee brings about another problem, stress. Well, it's an argument, I guess, but I think it's a valid one. Drinking, drinking coffee on an empty stomach, regardless of the time of the day, increases stress hormones, and it's called cortisol. Uh, you can uh, research it up on uh, Google or anything else. Perhaps some people are simply more sensitive to the, the sudden rise in you know, hormone levels. And uh, the yeah, it's it's a kind of a tough issue because you know you have to like explore on your own. Um, the good news for people like me is that the rise um in of cortisol level is only temporary, as your body processes it and releases it out of your system. Yay. There is little evidence to support claims of long-term health complications, either mentally or physically. And that's fantastic to me. Uh, I will continue to drink coffee. Thank you very much. But what I'm more concerned about, however, is that excessive drinking of coffee may lead to anxiety, restlessness, heart palpitations, or even panic attacks. Which kind of explains some, some of the symptoms that I've had in the past. Uh, but the seriousness of the issue um, goes back to how each person reacts to the contents of the coffee and the kind of coffee that you consume. Some may experience headaches or migraines after consuming large amounts of coffee. Okay, so let's explore what is large and what is real really good for you and what is a reasonable amount of coffee that you can take so experts think that one should stop drinking coffee at around four to seven cups a day not to even to me seven cups of coffee a day sounds really really like a lot um but that's good news when i was young yes i drank read this listen to this carefully i drank no water no water throughout the day, literally. But I only drank like the free coffee and tea that was provided to me by the office. Um, it it was a bank. I was young, maybe like I was like twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, thereabout. Um, so coffee and tea was free. Um, there was a cart that was cart 
that went around the office, you know, um, there was a teapot, um, yeah, so it went around and um, there was no water filter until, uh, unless you brought your own. So, yeah, that was literally what I drank all freaking day. I knew it was not a good thing, I know, but, um, yep, that's what happened. It's the unhealthiest habit ever. And let's not get into alcohol, but add that all up together, you have a very unhealthy young person. But today, let's let's just forward it to today. Uh, I've capped my coffee intake to one to two a day max. I actually do see a difference when I make the change. Uh, based on personal experience, I, I cut out coffee altogether at one point in time. Cold turkey, um, it led to very unfavorable experiences like cravings and hallucinations. Uh, I'm unable to verify this, but I suspect it had to do with my insane consumption of coffee before that. So maybe going from six cups of coffee to zero was a very, very, very bad idea. <laughs> so, um, staying within my own personal limit seems to be working fine for now, uh, but this is just research. The experts believe that coffee has the same effect effect on your body no matter how and when you consume it. Hmm. So it doesn't matter uh, whether you, you have coffee early in the morning or for lunch or for dinner or even if it's late at night. I've observed people having coffee like with dinner and then after that, it's followed up with wine and whiskey and all that. It's a huge mix mix of drinks. And it's, I've not um, been told of any negative effects. Maybe I didn't ask, right? Hmm. I suppose what we can do is to stick to a personal limit. You know, something we can thrive on but won't negatively impact our overall health. I got this advice from my doctor when I was experiencing a whole bunch of health problems from coffee drinking and alcohol intake. And that is to handle my digestive issues gently and slowly. Very, very good advice. You know, first... Drink coffee with something in my my stomach. You know, it, it even if it's something as simple as you know three crackers, some fruits, or two pieces of bread, whatever. Her opinion was that I have to take note of um, the improvements and the declining conditions on a daily basis. So as I adjust my intake of coffee together with my intake of other stuff or whatever it is in a porridge or bread um, I just simply take note of what was happening to me and how I was 
feeling and then I adjust my routine accordingly. Maybe that's what you should do too. So let's go on and talk about um, what are some of the most popular health tonics in in the world that people take it first thing in the morning. Lots of health conscious people stick to a single health drink first thing in the morning and they they stop drinking coffee altogether. Uh, sadly, I don't have any health tonics in the morning. I tried. Trust me, I tried. Uh, but I just cannot cut out coffee from my life. So coffee is going to be running in my bloodstream till the day I die, I guess. <laughs> but I did do my research. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as I've said, I've tried to, you know, stop drinking coffee and it didn't do me any good. But um, I did my research uh, and the first thing that popped up is, of course, drinking lemon water with honey on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. It's been said that the drink removes toxins and it improves your body's immunity. I strongly believe in that. Uh, and it, uh, the remedy is pretty simple, nothing complicated. Just a glass of warm water, uh, juice from half a lemon and a spoonful of honey and you're done. Have a drink. Sounds delicious. And maybe I might, I may, you know, I'm just going to say this. I may start doing this and yeah, you should give it a shot. Give it a shot. And then an, one tonic that I've never heard of or tried of, tried before is actually something called Jera water. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Or it's cumin water, cumin seed. Uh, we all know that uh, there are a lot of health benefits to cumin, cumin seed, and I'm not surprised. It's been said to uh, aid digestion and helps level up your stomach's uh, acidity level. And it's another pretty simple remedy, really, which is to boil water with cumin seed. You let it cool down a little bit because I think it's you're supposed to boil it like for uh, um, for a bit and uh, and then you drink it it's uh, yeah first thing in the morning um it uh, in case you're wondering it's called is jira it's uh, spelled j e e r a and then um there's this one drink that i simply cannot stomach but it seems as though the rest of the world swears by it and it's uh something i've tried before it's Apple cider vinegar. Like, oh my God, I just I just can't. But experts believe it to be a miracle drink when you add a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar to warm water with a pinch of salt, no, a, a pinch of cinnamon, sorry. Wow, salt? <laughs> I mean cinnamon and then some honey. Yeah, so it's kind of Swedish, sweet, sourish kind of thing. And... I think it might remind you a little bit of, um, you know, honey lemon. But there's a lot of people who believe that um, apple cider vinegar lowers cholesterol. It balances the pH level of your skin. It helps you lose weight. And, of course, it aids digestion. 
there are many, many other healthy drinks out there that you can consume. And it's just simple stuff like, you know, just a glass of warm water, goji berry juice or celery juice. I've not tried celery juice, but I have tried goji berry juice. It's delicious. It's nice. Uh, I, I can't say anything about the club. Uh, I mean, like the, the you know, um, the sugar level. Um, but yeah, check it out. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, advice out there if you search it up on the internet. Uh, but here's what I think. I think it depends on your body, your health, and your preference. It's great if you could try each and each one of them uh, in the morning and drink it and see if it makes a difference. But in order to see if it actually has an effect on your health or not, you need to continue doing it for about, I think, like a week or two. You know, don't give up uh, after the first or the second day. You're not going to know if it helps. Because, yeah, you need a bit of consistency, you know, for your body to adapt and, you know, uh, for you to know if it actually does anything for you. Other drinks? Well, some people swear by green tea, while others believe in the power of coconut water. Uh, coconut water? Yep, I think I, I absolutely love that. I have friends who also, they religiously juice every morning, all kinds of fruits and all kinds of greens, you know, they juice every morning. And then I have uh, other friends who swear by um, ginger tea. I think that one's good too, ginger tea. But it's really hot. And it's kind of start, it's kind of hot the stomach if you're not used to ginger. It's really strong. <laughs> Try it. Then you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you like milk, uh, do that. It's all a matter of preference. And of course, if you suffer from um, stomach problems or regular acid reflux, your doctor's advice is always the best. For me, I've recently just started an, an experiment with various types of tea, um, be it water, uh, flower or tea leaves like chamomile, lavender, rose, cranberries, blueberries, black tea, green tea, you name it. My personal favorite for now is something called pu'er. We call uh, in here we call it pu'er, but I think in some parts of the world you call it pu'er. Uh, well, it's spelled P-U-E-R-H. I think pu'er. Well, pu'er tea uh, is a kind of fermented tea uh, made from leaves that are grown in a specific part in China. Uh, but it contains a high level of antioxidants. And what I really like about it is that it's it has a very mild yet soothing and intoxicating aroma and a Swedish flavor. You know, I find it helpful when I'm, you know, uh, suddenly low on energy in the middle of the day. It happens a lot. Uh, and I'm suddenly craving for another cup of coffee. But instead of grab, grabbing another cup of coffee, I I take a cup of tea instead. And the hot beverage seems to be doing the right thing with my body. So far, so good. And you might want to give it a shot too.
So that's it for me about morning drinks and stomach problems.、Uh, yeah, it's been fun for me, and I've learned a lot just from doing this podcast.、Uh, but I would like to remind every one of you that I am not a doctor and am merely relating my own experiences and findings. A doctor is always, always, always the place to find your answers. Not Google, not Healthline, not Web WebMD, and no one else on the internet can tell you what is wrong with your stomach. Every advice you get from the internet about you know any kind of miracle morning drink should be taken with a pinch of salt, not literally, obviously. So I hope you had some good takeaways from this episode, and if it helped you even a little bit, I am thankful. Stay happy. And healthy as always. This is Marsha saying thank you, and see you next episode. Bye. So、um, let's go on to something a little bit more serious, which is acid reflux and sensitive stomachs. There's a reason why I chose to talk about this topic in the first place.、Um, well, let's begin with the fact that I had a really bad. And sensitive stomach in the first place. I had a lot of、um, horrifying incidents related to too much drinking, acid reflux,、uh, eating too much spicy food. I love spicy food, and、uh, sometimes just gastric problems because of too much coffee or, you know, guilty as charged, irregular eating patterns. Acid reflux is when the stomach acid、uh, makes its way to the esophagus. And frequent incidents can lead to pretty serious problems, but let's not be our own doctor. We're not wet MD. I'm not a qualified doctor, so I had a scope done, and turns out a few rounds of medication helped me a lot, and it 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 went away. But、uh, once in a while, it still comes back, you know. But、um, the 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 really serious, painful, um, uh, crippling. Problems went away.、Uh, of course, after the medication and the scope and the, the checks and all that,、um, it resulted in me drinking less coffee, less alcohol. I stopped smoking, and also, I ate less spicy food. Boohoo! Well,、um, some people just have very sensitive stomachs, which have nothing to do with what they eat or. Their lifestyles. I have had friends like they get、uh, stomach aches, they feel nauseous,、um, they get bloated, experience irritable bowel syndromes when stressed or anxious, or they vomit due to indigestion or go or go through a bout of constipation. If you're not sure why you're experiencing these symptoms, you are absolutely not alone. One thing many people don't think about is food intolerance. I don't know about other cultures, but where I live, we eat pretty much almost everything, and food intolerance is pretty rare. The only thing I know for sure I cannot bear is dairy products and milk. If you suspe- suspect it is、uh, food allergies, go for a checkup and confirm it. It will make a world of difference knowing what you should avoid. 
And one thing's for sure, even doctors will take some time to test and experiment to pinpoint the exact problem. So here's what you can do in order to ease the problem up while consulting with your doctor. First, eat smaller portions and eat slowly. If you already know what irritates your stomach, avoid them. The other thing you can do is to increase your intake of water and to reduce your intake of coffee, of course, and alcohol. And the good news is that you can learn to manage your sensitive gut on your own without medication or going to the, to the doctor every now and then. It's true, um, dietary and lifestyle changes. That's basically it. It's pretty simple. But still, if the discomfort is keeping you awake at night, um, stopping you from performing your everyday activities, and is chronic, visiting the doctor and getting professional help is your best bet.